Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. On KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, it's good to have you along on Inside Sources today here at KSL News Radio. I'm Doug Wright once again uh, this week, filling in on the program. And I, I want to ask a question right off the bat. And I'm really hoping that you will uh, give us your voice opinion. But uh, if you don't have time to leave us a, a voicemail, I want to uh, make sure that you also leave us a, a text message on the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line. And earlier this morning... Dave and Debbie asked the question, and it's implied by the President of the United States. Uh, boy, the, the tweeting war that's been going on and some of the <laughs> rather eclectic, interesting, if not right out uh, vulgar and rude things that he has been saying about uh, Utah's junior Senator Mitt Romney. He implied that he has heard it's always this big, nebulous, ambiguous, you know, can't nail it down type thing. But I have heard that people in Utah, there are those that are, you know, regretting their decision to vote for Mitt Romney for senator here in our state. And boy, a lot of people, you know, responded when the question was asked, do you re regret your vote for Mitt Romney? After all, he got 63 percent in the Republican primary. He, you know, won that by a 40 percent margin but i'm not going to ask that question i'm going to ask the, i'm going to turn the shoe around as it were put it on the other foot not implying that it's backwards but uh, put it on the other foot and ask the question for those in the state of utah and we did we were one of the states that supported uh, donald trump for president in 2016 i'm going to ask kind of the other side of the question are you second guessing or regretting your vote for President Trump. And if not, that's fine. We'd love to hear from you, too. Maybe you voted for the president and you are still absolutely proud of that vote and uh, want to tell us why. We would love to hear from you. Now, here's the number. It's 801-575-7668. Area code 801-575-7668. Fundamental basic question. Okay, the president implied that were many people in the state of Utah that were regretting their vote for Mitt Romney. Well, I'm asking the question, do you regret your vote for President Donald J. Trump? Uh, we want to hear from you. And again, you can text us too at 57500. We're going to wade into some of the impeachment stuff. We're going to talk with Aaron Katursky from ABC because there is... Uh, there are proceedings underway where people are demanding, and it's not for the traditional reason. Hey, we think the president of the United States ought to uh, release his taxes. This is something totally different. This is a legal issue, a lawsuit that's underway. And uh, right now, the, the judge has held off for a little while on whether or not there ultimately will be a demand to see President Trump's taxes. But 
Aaron Katursky is going to walk us through that. And boy, it's interesting to see what the uh, president, back when he was still citizen Trump, was saying about people that didn't in a timely fashion release their taxes. And again, seems to be uh, Mitt Romney Day. We're going to talk about what he had to say about Mitt Romney when he wasn't releasing his taxes quite as fast as citizen Trump felt that he should release his back in the election of 2012. So we're going to get into that. We've got a lot of other things, too. Chris Stewart, this situation with pulling troops out, and are we leaving allies who have fought for our cause? Are we leaving them hanging out to dry? Chris Stewart will be joining us. We'll get your take on that as well. And candidate for Salt Lake City Mayor Luz Escamilla will be on to uh, talk about the housing plan. And by the way, Aaron Mendenhall also has her uh, housing plan. She was unable to join us today. We would have liked to have had them on at least in the in the same day part on the same day. But uh, Aaron has agreed to join us tomorrow, so we're looking forward to that as well. And just, uh, you know, also to not only find out about their housing plans, but to underscore a very important election is just around the corner now here in the state of uh, Utah, but in our capital city. And by the way, there will be a debate that I'll be moderating. It's the uh, Salt Lake City mayoral debate, and that's coming up on October 21st. So we'll give you a heads up on all that. All right. But now we are joined by our esteemed producer, Robin Garfield, who uh, I understand you have uh, some uh, questions over there. You know, it's hard on a news day like today to pick some lesser known headlines because it seems like everything is in the limelight right now. But uh, right. yeah, I have I have a few to go off of. Uh, you know, no, 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 no impeachment questions in this segment. We'll save that for the rest. So let's get started here. All right. Uh, Alex Trebek, he's had uh, pancreatic cancer, cancer yeah. and he has said that this might mean the end of his time at Jeopardy, Doug. Yeah, that that's hard to believe, isn't it? I mean, he is just such a staple. You think of, of a couple of the quote unquote game show, although that's one of the more cerebral, certainly. But you have to think of people like Bob Barker and so on. He's uh, it's just hard to imagine Jeopardy. Without him, nobody, I've been told this my whole life, nobody is irreplaceable. But boy, I'll tell you, in that, in that world and on that show, it, it's hard to imagine who would replace him. He is and, the show. I mean, he's, yeah. I don't know how many years he's been around, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know the, the answer to that. But uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to imagine Jeopardy without him. Yeah, Alex Trebek was my uh, guest when I was uh, sick at home during school, you know, for oh, years yeah. and years. And we lay in on the couch and yeah, that'd be sad. All right. Uh, Ju- the judge, a judge, says in Texas she could not refuse uh, convicted ex-cop a hug. Did you hear this? Uh, the story yeah. about you know on the witness stand, the brother of the victim. I did. She, the judge is now saying she just absolutely could not refuse that hug. Yeah, it, it, it was a touching act of forgiveness, and you wonder how you would react in that. And sometimes time will heal some things. Uh, you know, I've, I've never quite bought into time heals, but I think time makes things more endurable. Yeah. And uh, when, when I heard that story and I heard his explanation when he was on one of the national TV shows answering questions about it, I thought, boy, you know, what, what an amazing person that he could do that, that he could give someone who had done something heinous that had affected 
you know, the, the lives of everyone in his family. And then it, you know, the ripple effect is on beyond that in community and so on. It was really an act of, uh, of Christ-like behavior. It, it truly was. I have no idea what religion he is. I am Christian, and that's the first thing I thought of. I thought, boy, my goodness, that is, that is Christ-like behavior. Yeah, and we, we played the clip on Friday with Amy Donaldson and Steve Handy on air. And I think right. all of us were a little weepy, even in the studio here listening to that. The emotion of that uh yeah, we, it was a really beautiful story. Okay, one one last one. This is entertainment-related. This was a fascinating story. Helena Bonham Carter. I don't know if you saw this. Did you watch The Crown? Oh, yes. Absolutely. So she, she's saying that she spoke to Princess Margaret via a psychic. Really? To get ready for her, her role. Okay. I... I love Helena Bonham Carter. She, I she's do fascinating. Too. So she, she's saying that she, she consulted with the princess. Uh, Interesting. Through, you know, psychic powers about the role. She, she's played some interesting roles uh, over the years. You know, speaking of playing the royals, you know, she in the in the king's speech, she played the part of the wife of King George the mm-hmm. Sixth, and I thought that was one of her most amazing roles. You know, th- th- that type of communication is a little unique. Uh, I. I don't know. I mean, we use it on the movie show every week where I telepathically commune with Steve on coming up <laughs> with a number. I don't. I think it falls into a little bit more of a legitimate category than that, perhaps. But, uh, you know, t- to each their own. And who am I to question well, where their inspiration and communication comes from? It just kind of falls into her persona in general. Yeah, I mean, she's a little eclectic. Mm-hmm, she's Let's, married. I don't know if she's still married to Tim Burton or th- at know. least they have been. They were for years and years and yeah. years. You know, that it just kind of fits into that whole persona of her. I can just see her in a side. Like, you know, with the beaded curtains and the, the glass ball. and <laughs> Yeah, uh, she's always played some, although she is a magnificent actress. Yeah. She truly is. But she has gravitated towards some very eclectic roles. Yeah, I started with her uh, Room with a View as the first movie I think yeah. she was ever in. And she was yeah. just phenomenal. All right, that, that's our movie quiz for today. All right, the movie. Did I, did I pass? You did. You that's passed. That's what I always need to to know i need some reinforcement here okay coming up we're kind of walk you through and just bring you up to date on where we stand right now we'll play some sound from abc political analyst dan abrams and this will give uh, us a little idea of where we stand now on the impeachment inquiry regardless of whether you agree with it or whether or not it should go forward or this is a waste of time we want to bring everybody up to speed on where it is because the base on this interestingly enough is is spreading out a little bit now it's it's obviously a democratic effort there's there's just no doubt about it but it seems that not only is the base spreading a little bit on this, but also the way the president is handling the reaction to it seems almost a taunt. And I'm not sure if that's working to his advantage here. Anyway, we'll walk you through all of that. And I really want to hear from you. We had a lot of people respond this morning when we mentioned that President Trump had implied that he has heard that a lot of people basically were second-guessing or regretted their decision to vote for Mitt Romney as our junior senator out of the great state of Utah. We got a lot of response to that. I'm turning that question around. Since the president implied that, and I'm not implying anything, I just want to find out how you feel. Are you, if you voted for President Trump... Are you regretting or second-guessing your vote? And then if you want to reaffirm, no, I am not, I absolutely support, I'm totally on board, I absolutely, I'll vote for him again in 2020, we want to hear from you as well. So don't forget, the uh, number to call, and we'd really like to get your voicemails, it's 801 
575-7668. And you can always, of course, uh, leave us a text on the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line, and it's 57500.